welcome to the Access Church Podcast. Talk to you today about kingdom identity and how we're the eclectos of God. So I want you to turn to the person next to you and can you let that person know, let them know you are the eclectos of God. Now, Pastor Rafa, what is the eclectos of God? Sounds like you got it off of a movie, right? Transformers, possibly. But see, while I was meditating throughout all this week, this week has been incredible for me because all week the Lord has been talking to me and ministering to me about the word. And sometimes my wife would talk to me and she would share things with me. And all of a sudden I heard the voice of God and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I started writing down my notes and uh, she's like, what are you doing? Stop doing that. And I'm like, no, because I feel like God's talking to me and I I need to write it down and I need to put it on my notes because I know God's going to speak to his people and I'm going to forget it if I don't write it down. So all this week I've been going through that and the Lord's speaking to me about his people about all of us and and the Lord told me this word he's like the chosen the chosen I was doing research I came across the word eclectos and the word eclectos is a Greek word that means chosen can you say with me I am the eclectos of God I am the eclectos of God can you say it a little bit stronger I'm chosen. You are chosen by God. Amen. You are a chosen vessel of God, a carrier of the glory of God. And where you go, the glory goes with you. Where you run, the glory runs right there because it's in you. The anointing is already in you as children, as people of God. So see, these past weeks have been so powerful. The, The sermons about identity And I believe strongly that the Lord is coming to affirm us as a church and our identity because around us we see so much confusion. Around us we see people that one day they want to be called a him and then the next day they want to be called a her. Last time I was doing payroll about a week ago and in payroll I was adding a new employee at, at one of our offices and while I was adding them to the system, the payroll system, I started getting all these gender, male, female, identified as him, her, she pronoun what pronoun do you identify yourself with and I started I took a picture of it and I said this is crazy our 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 system our payroll system is asking me what people call themselves and identify themselves as a pronoun and honestly we're in the middle of a time where people one day want to are, are a guy and then all of a sudden they say you know what I feel like a girl and I was watching a video the other day where this guy transitions from becoming a guy to surgically becoming a woman on the outer appearance. But then time passes and this same guy all of a sudden says, you know what? I feel I'm a guy, but I feel like a woman. So I'm going to transition into a woman. And when he did, after some time passed by, he transitioned back into becoming a man, spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to surgically do that. So you look at all the things that are happening around us and you can see where the enemy is are attacking our identity 
constantly. Why? Because he wants you to run around like a chicken without your head. Uh, have you guys been to a ranch? And you see, Robert, maybe you've seen this, where they, they take the, the chicken's head and the chicken corriendo por todas partes, running all over the place. And see, that's the image that the devil wants to see the church in. He wants to see the church running around like a chicken without its head, without purpose, without identity, and without authority. So let me tell you this. What you do flows from who you are. So as sons and daughters of God, we live and we operate from our identity, not for our identity. I don't need to work for my identity. I already have an identity. I'm going to say that again. As children, sons and daughters of God, we live and we operate from our identity, not for, for our identity. We are defined by who we are in Christ and not what we do or what we felt to do for Christ. Are y'all with me still? Yes? Christ defines who we are by who he is and what he has done to us, through us, in us. Are y'all still here? Yes? So if you manage to grab a hold of this revelation, it's going to honestly transform your life. And it's going to take you to other areas that you never imagined that you would be. Because identity, my friend, is important. You are the eclectos of God. Whether you feel like it or not, you are what God has called you to be. You are the chosen. You are a remnant of God. You are a special people. And we can see that in first Peter chapter 2 verse 9 to 10 let's read it really quick it says but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light say with me I am chosen Turn to the, to the big head person next to you and tell them, you are chosen. I'm just kidding. They're lovely. Amen. See, you are the eclectos of God. You are chosen by him. You were elected by him. You are a royal priesthood. You are holy. You are sanctified. You are redeemed. You are his special people. You are part of God's chosen. Whenever people see you and they hear you speak and they, hear, they see the movements that you make and the way you act and the way you hold yourself, they say, that guy, that girl, they are different. There's something different about the way they talk. There's something different about the way they speak. See, there's people that I've encountered that don't even know me. And when I talk, especially in Spanish, they, they tell me, are you a Christian? I'm like, why? I don't know. You just sound like a preacher. <laughs> see, listen, people will identify. People will see that there is something different about you and they'll see the grace that is over your life why because you are chosen and the best part of it you were chosen to be called out of darkness and to enter into the marvelous light of God that will allow the blindness of your eyes to be removed and taken away listen Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5 
It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. And I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Listen to this. Before you were in the womb of your mama, of your mom, he knew you. He approved of you as his chosen instrument. He said, you know what? I'm going to take this one aside and they are my chosen. And then he created another batch in the spirit. And he said, all of these are my chosen people. I've destined them for greatness. I've destined them to do so many great things. Before you were born, he took you aside. He consecrated you and he set you apart and he called you his own. See, in this world, we have to do something in order to be someone. That's why people go to college. That's why people go to universities. Because in order to be someone important, you first have to do something. You first have to obtain something. I have to go to school. I have to get my master's. I have to get my bachelor's. I have to get my PhD. I have to go get this certificate or that certificate in order for me to become something. But see, in the kingdom of God, it works the other way around. The Lord said, you know what? Before, uh, before anything, before you do anything, I'm going to tell you who you are. In God's kingdom, you are someone. And because you are someone, now you have the ability to do something. Listen to this. I'm going to say that again. In God's kingdom, you are someone. And because you are, then you are empowered by God to do something. Why do I worship? Because I'm a son of God. And he's my father. Why do I go all out to serve the Lord? Because that's my essence. I'm so thankful for everything that he did. Because I was once in a very dark place. And God snatched me out of that dark place. And he put me in a place where the light was so strong. And he not only took me out of darkness and into light. But now through the light of his word. He also gave me identity. He also told me who I am. And said you know what? You're not just an anybody. But you're a somebody. And you're my somebody. You're mine. You're my eclectos. You're my chosen. You are my people. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, I'm God's. I'm his. He's mine and I'm his. Amen. See, when you know who you are, you know that you don't have to work for his approval because you already have his approval. You don't have to work to earn the love of God because even before you were born he already knew you and even before you knew what the word love was he had already loved you amen he had already loved you pastor Rafa what can I do for God to love me more absolutely nothing pastor Rafa what do I have to do to get the approval of God walk in the identity that he's given you so are y'all with me when you know who you are, you will know how to live. When you see someone who throughout their life have trained for a sport, you see that the way they live is so different to the way that other people live. 
was watching a video a few months ago about Canelo. You know Canelo? Yeah, the boxer. See, he's on a very strict diet. He's on a very strict discipline. And he doesn't do a lot of the things that normal people do because he knows where he's headed and he knows where he's going. And as people of God, listen to this. You cannot live like everyone else is living because you have your own assignment. You have your own purpose in God and you can't be doing what everyone else is doing. Why? Because you were chosen. You were elected. You were consecrated. You were set apart for his will, for his plans, and for his purpose. And the moment you realize who you are in Jesus Christ, you will become, you will become, sorry, the moment you truly realize who you are in Christ will become the moment your eyes are open to see what a threat you are to the kingdom of darkness what a threat you are to the kingdom of hell the moment you open your eyes and you realize who you are will be the moment that you're gonna feel so honored and so privileged that you are a son and a daughter of God when you truly comprehend this revelation it'll revolutionize your mind it'll revolutionize your spirit you're gonna be acting different your mindset is gonna be on a whole other level because guess what you found your identity in God and it's not by what you say by what you do listen when you walk in his kingdom identity your life is gonna give a complete turnaround When this moment of realization comes, you will understand why the enemy tried so hard to destroy you. All the failure you had to go through, all the lies you had to endure about yourself, all the abuse, all the rejection, the feeling of being inadequate, the feeling of being unworthy, it all showed up in your life in order to confuse your identity. Because if your identity is confused, then your authority could be stripped away from you. Can someone say with me, but God, but God. But God. See, if, 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 I'm so crazy like that. Why? Because if we scream in a football game, watching the baseball series, we can do it for the kingdom of God. Amen? Why? Because passion will come out. And not everyone's the same. But when you get excited about something, trust me. Si te ganas la lotería, que nadie aquí juega. See? One of the things that really impacts me about the Lord is that the word of God says that the word became flesh to demonstrate his love towards you, towards every single one of you, towards me. The word, the Lord had to become flesh in order to demonstrate and display his love for you. He had to put it, because I'm a visual learner. I learn visually a lot of the time, most of the times, 99.9%. I'm a visual learner. And I think the moment that the father said, you know what, these people, if they don't comprehend it and the way that I'm telling them and prophesying through the prophets, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to manifest my son. 
and I'm going to show them what true love is. And see, the word became flesh to demonstrate his love towards you. Your sins, get this, your sins from the past, your sins from the present, and your sins from the future were destroyed at the foot of the cross through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ simply and only because you are the eclectos of God. So a lot of the times we hear this in the church and we know and we hear through pastors and through pastor and that we have an identity, that we carry a kingdom identity in God, that we are kingdom citizens and we hear so many good stuff. But see, sometimes as human beings, we ask ourselves and we say, if I am the eclectos, if I am the chosen man or woman of God, if I am a son or daughter of God, then why don't I always feel like I'm the eclectos, like I'm the chosen people of God. Have you been there? Amen. That, that you know in your mind that you are a daughter or a son of God, that you are chosen, that you have been called, that he has taken you out of a very dark place. But sometimes the hindrance of the enemy, the oppression of the enemy will come and it will speak to you. And all of a sudden it will tell you, you are not worthy. And you start feeling like, oh man, I'm not worthy. You are this. And you say, I'm this. And you accept the lies that the enemy has spoken over you. But see, because you were called by God, you were called to walk a walk of faith, not a walk by feelings. Because you were called to operate in a higher dimension than your soulish realm. You were not called to operate based on what you feel. But you were called to operate from a position of faith. And that's why the book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 says that the just shall live by Shall live by By faith. So why shall we live by faith and not by our emotions? Because your feelings don't determine if you're qualified or disqualified to be the children of God. Have you ever been young once? Young people here, when you do something bad and you're like, oh man, I messed up. My parents are really going to come after me. And you think about what's going to happen after you do that wrong action. But you never stop to think, oh man, they're going to really disown me. It's not a common mindset to say, I'm going to stop being their son. I'm going to stop being their daughter. No, because whether they like it or not, with all your screw-ups and your mess-ups, guess what? You have the same blood. You have the same DNA. You have something that attaches you and identifies you that you are their legitimate son or daughter. They can deny you all they want, but when the test of the DNA come, guess what? They can't deny the fact that you are the son or the daughter. And let me tell you, a lot of people here have been confused by the enemy and they've thought that just because they messed up one time or two times, they say, you know what? I'm not worthy of being a child of God. But the thing is, is that the blood of Jesus Christ has come in the inside of you and whether you like it or not whether how likes it or not the blood of Jesus is in the inside of you and the DNA that God gives you oh my God come on the DNA that God gives you is there to stay 
He did something for you. He did something for you. Remember, your past sins, your present sins, and your future sins are laying at the foot of the cross because he said, you are my chosen. You are my elect. So listen to this. Just because you feel something doesn't make it true. Just because you feel like a failure doesn't mean you're a failure. Just because you feel ugly doesn't mean you're ugly. We've seen many pretty girls that say, I'm ugly. Like, can you see yourself in the mirror? Why? Because they believed the identity that other people put over their lives so emotions will come and emotions will go but let me tell you something and let me give you the good news of the gospel that while emotions come and go that while emotions are running up and running down the word of God remains faithful the word of God remains constant the word of God remains the same oh pastor Rafa I already know this but I still can't overcome the feelings the strong feelings of unworthiness and inadequacy that come inside of my life have you been there and if we're honest, a lot of us have been there where you just, hey, you know the word, but at the same time, there's a feeling in the inside of you that you have to overcome. So what do we do when we can't stop those feelings? What do we know when mentally we know that we're the chosen, but sometimes it costs us a little bit in our soul and in our, in our, in our mind to recognize that we are his. What do we do when opposition comes? What do we do when the lies of the enemy will come and, and try to make us doubt and make us live a life of unbelief? What do we do then? Turn to the person next to you. You need to get deep into the word of God. Why do you think a lot of people like posting their selfies on Facebook and Instagram? And when they don't get enough reactions, enough comments, or enough likes, they remove it off of their page because they didn't see it as worthy enough. And based on the likes, the hearts, and the comments, they define their worth. So can you imagine that you're not always going to get the thousand likes? But you shouldn't define yourself by the reactions of others through social media, but by the word of the living God, because the word of the living God will always remain constant. So what do we do? We get into the word of God. Say with me, get into the word of God. When you're feeling like that, tell your neighbor, parale al Facebook, un ratito. And stop Facebook just for a little bit. Stop Instagram just for a little bit. When you're feeling like that, get into the word of God, listen to it, meditate on it, sing about it, uh, shout about it, write it down, but never forget about it. Never forget about the word of the Lord because the word of the Lord is going to override the emotions that you're feeling in the inside of you. Pastor Rafa, but I, I keep hearing this over and over again, but I just don't want to do it. Then you're going to be stuck in the same place, baby. Okay. You need the word. And as Christians, as sons and daughters of God, as kingdom citizens, we cannot function without the word of God. We cannot function without the truth of his word. Because if the truth of his word is not in the inside of us, you're going to crumble into thousands of pieces. So what happened when David had to go through these feelings 
that came against him. David spoke to himself in Psalms 103 verse 1 to 5. And I want to show you really quick what David said. See, sometimes when you're going through certain feelings or certain phases or seasons of your life, you have to speak to your soul. You have to speak to your feelings. And look what David said in Psalms 103. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, iniquities who heals all of your diseases, who who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. He was speaking to his soul. He was speaking to his emotions. He was speaking to that soulless realm inside of him. And he said, hey, you got to lighten up. Hey, you got to be reminded about the truth. Hey, you might not be feeling it right now, but guess what? The truth remains that God is good, that his love surrounds me, that his love will follow me, that I am his. That, that there's benefits in the Lord. Be reminded. Pastor, what do I do? This. Remind your soul. Remind your emotions. See, a lot of the times you want to preach to other people. But there are times inside of our lives where we have to preach to ourselves. There are times where, you know what, we encourage other people, but sometimes we just have to encourage ourselves. And the truth is, you will not always feel like you are the eclectos of God. And you know what? That is okay. That is okay. Pastor Rafa, but I just don't feel it. That's okay. That's fine. All you have to do is instead of giving into your emotions, you have to remind your soul that God is good. I'm not where I want to be right now, but I'm going to get there. Because if God spoke it, if God said it, then it will come to pass. There are words, there are promises that you stood on. There are promises that you've confessed, that you've written, that you've placed on your walls as decorations. And you've rem you put them there to remind you that when life gets hard, all you have to do is get on your knees and pray. And see, we put all these decorations around our house. And you know what? Whenever we're going through hardships, when you look at that, it will remind you of the word of God, of what God has already said. And that will lift up your spirit and that's why when you're weak that's why when you feel that you can get you cannot get out of the pit and after you come and you hear a word from God in one of these service you go you leave and you feel empowered why because you were reminded of the goodness of God you were reminded that you are the eclectos of God that's why you leave empowered because it's his word that empowers you, that overrides the emotions. You didn't want to come, but guess what? You're here today because his calling over your life was so much greater. And you didn't listen to your emotions. And because you didn't listen to your emotions, you leave this place super blessed, super empowered, and super strengthened in the presence of the Lord. How many of you guys have felt inadequate at one point? You feel like inadequacy comes and it knocks at your door and you're like, oh man, I just don't have what it takes. You know what I do when that happens? I open up the word of God 
And then when I do that, my strength is renewed and my spirit is refreshed. There are times that people, including us, have wanted to give up, maybe run from a calling, maybe run from the plans and the purposes of God. But you know what I do? I open up my iPhone. I go into my photos app. I go into my favorite videos. And there I have prophetic words of what God has spoken over me and over my family. Because sometimes, baby, all you have to do is be reminded of what God has already spoken over you and over your family and over your loved ones. Can you tell your neighbor, neighbor, you just have to be reminded. You just have to be reminded sometimes. And when you want to give up, just be reminded of the goodness of God. Listen to this. It says, but we are his chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that we may proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light, who were not, who were once not a people, but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy, but now you have obtained mercy. You know what Peter's saying here? He's saying, You are the eclectos of God. You are all of this. You are his special people. So that, can you say with me? So that, so that, he's given you so much identity. He's given you such a plan and such a purpose inside of your life. And he gave you purpose for a purpose. Are y'all with me? Yes. He gave you purpose for a purpose. And the Lord began to say through this scripture, he said, so that you would proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Peter is saying, God hasn't given you all of these special privileges so that you can feel good about yourself and live on a spiritual high. Because we all want to live on a spiritual high. We all want to feel good about ourselves. But see, the word isn't telling you that. The word is telling you that he has given you identity. The word is telling you that God had made you all of this. That God gave you purpose for a purpose. He gave you purpose not so that you would look cute in that chair. Not so that you would come and just listen to the word and go back without doing anything. No, he equipped you and he empowered you through these sermons, these past weeks. Why? For a purpose. Can you say it with me? For a purpose. So that, say with me, so that I can get to work. I can get to work. Now that I know my identity, now that I know who I am, then I'm able to get to work. I'm able to do something. What happens when you get a new job? They train you. They put you in videos. They begin to give you the manuals and they begin to equip you so that you could go and do your work. And that is exactly what the Lord has been doing these past weeks. He's giving you the manual. He's giving you the identity. He's giving you the purpose. He's giving you his word so that you would proclaim the word wherever you go. So that you would begin to move. Can you tell your neighbor, neighbor, move. Move. He's called you into action. He's calling us to proclaim the goodness of God. To announce that we were once in darkness, but now we are in light. There are people out there that need to hear about your testimony. There are people out there that need to listen 
to what God did inside of your life. When you were once blind by the lies of the enemy, but now you see and you live in the truth of God. Once your marriage was about to be destroyed, but God restored it. Once you were bound to depression and you were bound to anxiety, but one day God came in and he delivered you. You were once a drug addict, an alcoholic, or addicted to something, but guess what? God one day came into your life to do something to set you free. But he didn't do it just because. He didn't do it just because you were handsome or you were cute or you were beautiful. Listen, he did it with a purpose. There are people out there who need to hear the proclamation of the goodness of the gospel of God. The reason why the enemy has targeted your identity is because he wants to see you occupied in confusion so that you will now proclaim the goodness of God to the people that are around you. Listen what the book of Revelation chapter 12, 11 says. It says, and they overcame. Can you say it with me? They overcame. <laughs> Can you say it louder? Louder. 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 They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Some of you guys have been silent on your testimony for such a long time. So many of you guys have stayed silent about what the Lord has done inside of your life. But the Lord is saying right now, you are my eclectos. You are my chosen. You cannot be silent when the world is going through an identity crisis. You must speak up. You must speak up. See, the devil and his demons... And even some people can't stand to look at you at where you are right now because you don't look like the hell that you've been through. Hell can't stand looking at you. He went through hell, but he doesn't smell like hell. He went through hell, or she went through hell, but they smell like heaven. When I smell them, I know you've been through hell, but you smell like heaven. Hell works so hard to destroy you, your identity in Christ, who you are. Hell works so hard to stop you from walking in what God has ordained for your life. But if you're here today and you're listening to the sound of my voice, I want to tell you that God gave you the victory. 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 Listen, people out there need to know that there is a God that still breaks generational curses. People out there need to know that there is a God who has a power to break the lies of the devil. People out there need to know that God still does miracles and they will know through you because you are the hands and you are the feet of Jesus here on earth. You can try to do it on your own, but you will fail. See, there is a way to get rid of the darkness that is in, in the inside of you. That is a message that we have for people 
that don't know Christ that we have a solution to destroy the illusion that hell has put in the inside of them are y'all here with me we, we have the solution it's in you it's within you and after these series you will no longer be the same after these series there are people out there that you have to impact because now that you are now that you know what you are and what the Lord has given you now you can go out there and do there are people out there that need their darkness taken out through the word of the gospel every dark thought every dark inclination can be overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony are you willing to do that church are you willing to be the hands of feet the voice of God here on earth can you stand to your feet please We can't do it in our own strength. We need the Lord more than you can imagine. We need to be close to Him. We need to be close to His Word. When I'm around people that know a lot more than me, you know what I do? I stay quiet and I listen. I observe what they say what they're doing when I'm around my mentors I try to be quiet and I'll talk a lot because I need to learn when you're going through hardships in life you just need to be quiet you need to mute the voices of darkness the voices of the enemy the lies that come to your mind you need to mute them and you need to turn up the volume on the Word of God and when you do that say with me when I do that God's going to do extraordinary things through me. Lift up your hands. And Father, I thank you today. I thank you for the word that you have brought into our spirits, into our hearts, into our mind, and even into our soul. Father God, and I thank you because the eclectos of God is in this place. The chosen people, the royal priesthood, the holy nation, your very people, God, that have been consecrated and set apart for you, Lord. I thank you for every single one of them. I thank you, Father God, because they're being equipped just like we are being equipped in you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, because this is just the beginning of many great things that we are to see here at Axis, here in this city, here in this region, Lord. I thank you, Lord, because you're preparing a people that will know where they are going Lord you affirm their identity you've told them what they are and now Lord they will go they will go and they will proclaim the goodness of God they will proclaim the goodness of your gospel Lord thank you Jesus thank you for joining us and a special thanks to those who have given to support this ministry without you none of this is possible If you like this podcast, please like and subscribe and share it on social media. Thank you for listening. God bless you.